Alright, I'll start. Um, Sakpase, Sakpase listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Zoview. I'm your co-host, Bo. And I have a special guest here today that was supposed to go to do this podcast about six months ago, at least. But we never got a chance to it. But here we are today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, everybody. Um, I am Beverlyne Barron. And um, yeah, I, I'm i basically a, a financial literacy consultant. I help people, you know, with all different areas in the financial realm. Um, we're going to get into more of that later. Um, I don't really know, you know, what all you want me to tell them about. No, nah, I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to that. When is the when is the um when is cutoff time for y'all to say when y'all expecting somebody to say Happy New Year's? You know, somebody just texted me that I just. Well, if I haven't talked to you in a while, then I finally start talking to you. You know, I probably say Happy New Year's. How are you? Like, if we're like deep in January, you still. Well, we're not deep. We're I think there's week. some texts too. Everybody saying Happy New Year. We're about we're to go in the second week. week. Okay, we're about to go in the second week. First week. I'm just nice. I just send back Happy New Year's or certain yeah. people I just probably look at and be like, oh, okay. I had an uncle I ain't talked to all 2019. Text me Happy New Year. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Probably I don't even think I talked to him in 2018 he either. said New Year, New Year. <laughs> no, I just know because he texted me Happy New Year. That means there's a follow-up to that. Oh. So that's why I'm asking. Awesome. Yeah, it's always a follow-up oh, yeah. to his. I don't like that. You got family members like that. I know I do. Wait, we need to um introduce yourself. Okay. People got to know who's speaking because it's two different. Okay. So, hey guys, I'm Erica. I'm also a um, financial literacy, you know, consultant. I also have people with credit too as well. I'm a cosmetologist and I'm a school teacher. All in one? All in one. Oh, and let's not forget a real estate agent. All in one. Advisor. All in one. (laughs) Right. So that resume thick. Yes. So, yeah. So, you'll even take a... A happy New Year in February? No, I think after the first month of Jan- the, the year, we should just stop taking the Happy New Year. Because my rule of thumb is like, okay, if it's my first time talk, seeing you or talking to you for the year, yeah. At least I've talked to you in 2019. Right. Yeah, like, if I ain't talked to you since like 2017, and you coming with that, you gotta go. Uh-huh. Pretty friendly. Like, oh, how are you doing? How are you? How's family? Because I know people, you know. I don't get into that. I mean, we don't have to be buddy buddy, but you know, I still speak, and then after that, I leave it alone. And if you ask me for something, I don't have it. I don't have it. I had somebody that did that to me. I was like, listen here. Do what? <laughs> um. So basically, he just reached out. He was like, oh, hey, cousin. Um, you know, can you let me lend something? And I was like, Can you uh, let you what, live? Lend, lend, like oh, borrow some money. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, You ain't never give me back the cheats the first time. So oh, how do you think? Well, yeah, I'm like, How do you think I'm gonna sit there and give you something again? Maybe like, he don't even remember he owed you that. Cause I had somebody there that, that forgot they even owed me money. That's what they claim. Air quotes. Um, now if I owe you I don't know if this, maybe it's just something for me mm-hmm. but I don't like owing people so if right. I owe you I will pay and I want you to remind me hey did you forget something you know but it's it's a tricky thing with that 
Because you never know, like, some people, they they funny when it comes to money. So I'd rather let a friend, I'd rather let a family hold some money before I let some friends hold some money. Really? Yeah, only because, like, your family, I know how to deal with you because you're family. Mm. With friends, it's like I don't want to mess up that friendship. I At guess, least that's how I would. I, I can understand where you're coming from. But for me, mm-hmm. uh, there was a saying where someone said, if um, if you are going to lend the money to the, that person, in the back of your mind, you need to kind of know that you're not going to get the money back. You know, so in that way, you're not expecting. Like, I don't know how to argue. Unless that, that person is just downright, you know they fucked. You know they're that type of person, but... I'm not going in there holding you some, letting you hold some money, knowing yeah, you. They, I don't, I don't know how to. I, I know where you're coming from, but they're just like some people, or like sometimes you'll get so upset because you'll be like, "Oh, they owe me this money. Uh-huh. They never paid me back. They were supposed to pay me back." And then your whole demeanor going, it's basically gonna change because you expecting to get the money back, which you right for, mm-hmm. you know, um, thinking that way because that's what they, the agreement was between you and that person. But to not. I don't know how to break it down, but I I understood where they were coming from. It's like you put that expectancy from that person because they gave you their word, but some people don't always hold their end of the bargain. So it's like if I'm not going to just give it to you, I'd rather just not give it to you. Oh, how I roll is basically, um, I don't say I don't roll like the bank. It's more so like if I have a history of like you pay me back, I'm more likely to let you hold it. Right. Or if I if there's a history of you saying you're gonna give it to me in two weeks, but I don't get it till two months, it's not that I won't give it to you. It's right. just that I know, oh, he give me a date, but I'm not going off that date. Right. Let me be realistic with myself, because at the end of the day, that's you setting up that expectation for that person. So you just know where you're coming from with the person. Depends on the person, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I have, I understand where you come from, but some of my friends actually became family. Mm-hmm. So for me, we built that relationship to where if I tell them I'm going to give them something, I give it to them and vice versa. And some family, I wouldn't lend them oh. anything because they wouldn't do the same thing for me. So it's like, I'm not going to even go down that road with you because we're not that close. Gotcha. We haven't built that relationship, so I base it off the relationship that I have with the person. Got you. I take that back. When I not take that back, let me clarify. When I say family, I forget people don't know because it's in my head. Like to me, just because we're related, don't make it family. When I mean family, it's like whoever. Like oh, okay. Basically, if I know you for at least ten years, we're family at this point. Right. If we're tight for at least ten years, right. We family. I got a couple of those people, guys and females. Mm-hmm. Since high school, so I consider them family. That's what I meant by that. But anyways, all right, now let's talk finances. I want to talk finances as the first episode this year because I feel like that's the most important in a lot of our lives, especially. Um, it's a good time to start it because it's the beginning of the year. Everybody got their year goal or <laughs> financial goal, which is nothing wrong with it. I never have a new year's goal or resolution only because i don't subscribe to the thought of waiting till the year starts to change like just the same way i don't wait till monday to change a regiment some people like when it comes to like working out or something they're like oh i start on monday or something i'm like it doesn't matter what day because at the end of the day every day is the same the sun come up sun go down around the same time so i don't subscribe to that but before we do that, do you guys have any re- New Year's resolution that you like to share? 
<laughs> yes, I do actually. And to be honest, my number one New Year resolution is, you know, getting closer with God. Because everything else gonna follow. As long as you're, as long as you're working your spirituality, everything else, such as your personal development, um, your emotions, your work ethic, all that's going to work all together to achieve your goals. So my number one thing is building that unbreakable bond with Elohim, my Lord and Savior. How do I? How? Because I've heard that before, but I'm like, okay. okay you know, how? okay, for example, you know how, let's say, for example, I say, okay, my New Year's resolution is to lose 10 pounds. Some people, you know, the steps of that is, okay, they go work out or mm. they change their So, diets. like a detailed plan. Yeah, like, give me, like, what is two things that you're doing or that you plan on doing to get closer with God? Just okay. curious. Okay, first thing first, read the Bible. So, each story, like, starting from the beginning of Genesis, I don't care if you had read the Bible before, continue to read it again because the more and more you read it, you can always learn something new. It's always going to be some type of different other message. So give God some of your time throughout the day. That's what I do. So if I wake up early in the morning, first thing I do is at least take two hours out my morning, or at least an hour out my morning, read read the Bible. So whatever scriptures come to me, read the scriptures, meditate on that, pray, go about my day. But throughout the day, worship, you know, listen to worship music. Um, Just kind of keep your mind focused on him. And the more and more you do that, it'll become a daily habit. So what you're doing is allowing God into your prayer. Presence. And the more and more you allow God into your presence, the more and more you're going to build that relationship. So it's like a spiritual connection between you and him. Mm. But you have to take action. You have to be the one to reach out to him by showing him, Lord, I'm going to give you some of my time. Instead of putting your time and effort into other things, I put my time and effort into the word. Because the word is God. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and from there, you know, it'll just, it'll become a, a habit of like your daily routine. So, you will not, you, it'll, it'll get to a point to where you wake up one morning and if you don't give God some of your time that morning, your whole day will feel so weird because it's a part of your daily routine, you know? Like, that's how a person wake up, the first thing they go to is their phone, you know? Gotcha. So, same thing like that. If you can wake up and get into the word the way you get into your phone, that's the first. That's eighty percent of building that relationship with him. Okay, that's good. Cause I'm always curious on when people say that. What? Yeah. Cause some people, you know, it sounds good. I'm just right. curious on what steps right. others take to do that because. Right. Um, Cause you know you got to do behind closed doors. A lot of people like to do things just to be seen or make themselves seem good. But what God really look at is what you do behind closed doors when nobody's watching. That is a fact. So you can talk about it, but you really got to be about it, you know? That is a fact. Watch you now. Yeah. Um, that was that was really good. Uh, my New Year's resolution, um, definitely, well, like she said, all, you know, my relationship with God. But I also put fasting in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that has helped tremendously. We even did a fast together, me and her and um, one of our other friends, Reese. Mm-hmm. Um that it is it's just like especially with social media and stuff when you say fast um, like food or just different things it's different things it's food and like we did a three-day well i did a three-day fast and just no food no nothing just all liquid all um, day or just all day okay. for three days all day for three days and then um definitely spend time in the word listening to um you know like youtube and stuff like that mm-hmm. so as far as my spirituality and then um uh also 
my resolution, I agree with you in a certain, like to a certain degree. Um, I believe that you should write the vision, make it plain. Mm-hmm. You know, vision boards are very good because it gives you a visual. I'm very visual. Right. So when I see it, then I start to see like, okay, this is possible. So, um, the, you know, having a vision board, I feel like definitely helps, but not just that. Of course, like she was saying, I feel like the best word to really summarize what she was saying is lifestyle. Once it becomes a part of your mm-hmm. lifestyle, it's like, just like we're working out and stuff. Cause my goal is I want to lose some weight. So I know everybody always has this goal, but, um, there's things, steps that I'm taking, you know, like fasting, mm-hmm. um, learning how to discipline myself and have that, um, just training my body and my mind to go without. So then that way, when I do eat, it's not like, you know, overdoing it. It's more like I'm, I know how to control myself. Um, so yeah, you know, and then financially, um, I don't want to just talk about what people need to do. I want to be the best example as far as like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, there's certain things that I've tackled, but I want to get, I want to, yeah. yeah, like I want to become an expert, you know, like. Right. You do what you do, but you want to do more. Right. Right. I always want to be the best. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Cause I like, I like that when you said fasting, because I've said this on a podcast, like I fast. For the past a year, year and a half, different things. That's when I ask you, is it food or just different things? Because um, I'm, I'm gonna get to my New Year's resolution just so you guys don't just feel like. Well, I'm no, I thought you don't have one. No, right. no, 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 no. I'm gonna share. It's not a real New Year's resolution. It's kind of like a goal okay. or something okay. I want to get better. Yeah. Right. Same thing. Yeah, I but um, you, I, I fast for about a year. I want to say at least a year or two. A year, year and a half of like just different things. Some days, I remember when I actually did my first fast. I never did a liquid fast though. There was a time where I did a no meat fast. The first time I did it was a no meat fast for three days. Mm. And I remember on the third day, my hands were shaking. And that's when I realized that I never want to be, I never want to be too dependent on anything like that. And one of the greatest things about fasting is that that's what is taught me. Right. Aside from it was like my hum, hum, Muslim homeboy who, you know, I started talking to him and he started giving me the pros and cons because mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in like learning about every religion. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I don't consider myself religious right. personally. Just a spiritual problem. Yeah. Like I like the fact that God has put me in a, gave me, opened my eyes to like where I'm open minded to every religion. Mm-hmm. And I literally take a little bit out of Every religion there because is. It's, Man, it's, just it's said, true. I she just said it I prefer that. Say the same thing. And like a lot, a lot of things Muslim guys do, I don't personally agree with it. Right. But I cannot ignore how much fasting has helped me mm. as yes. a man. Right. Because um, and then I'm just now, I'm just learning recently too. For people that's like diabetic and stuff, fasting helps, helps. with your right. with your um blood prep, not blood pressure, like sugar levels yeah, and stuff. Sugar so, it helps yeah. a lot. Like, I was fasting, you know, there was no meat. One time I did carbs. One time I did, like, my phone, where I would only check my phone at night because, obviously, I got to check it. Right. But uh, social media, one time it was more so, okay, I'm going to make sure I read, like, this book by this time, mm-hmm. things like that. So, um, and it's also taught me, it, it. the funny thing about fasting is that it's helped me become more disciplined all around like the fact that i focused on this 
sometimes it's a three day because every month I would do something different. Sometimes it's a three day, sometimes it's a week. I think the most I've done was like 10 or 12 days of no meat. Mm. So, you know, aside from just over the past year and a half, I lost like 30 pounds. But aside from that, that's like it helped me like that's a lot but that was never like my intentions right. my intentions was not to like lose weight it's more so how i feel mm -hmm. but that just so happened and aside from that, i think i before that too it was like um okay that's what happened before that i used to when i after i graduated i got like my first real job real job air quotes mm -hmm. so um, I was making some money that I wasn't making before. So my fat ass was just like eating out. What? Eat, okay, that's eating out problem. for lunch. I go to, <laughs> night. I, tonight, I'm talking about <laughs> for lunch. Day. For lunch, I'm at the restaurant. <laughs> for dinner, I'm at a restaurant. Oh, On the oh, weekends, Lord. I'm at a restaurant. This to the point is. where like every, I think like every month I had to buy like a pant size. And I was like, yo, hold on. Did you see this your is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, yo, hold on. I, this ain't right. And then, I, and then automatically it hit me like, damn, this must be how women feels. Because I used to like, this girl I used to talk to, she was like, man, I'm just tired of buying like, you know. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this must be how women feel. Like, I'm not dealing with this shit. So then I, I decided like, <laughs> I wanted to change my life around after that. But um, that was one of the main reasons. But yeah, fasting has helped me tremendously. I, that anybody that's listening, um, it doesn't have definitely. to be, you know, food necessarily like there's some people out here that really cannot go without social media for a day it's true so you know there was this a time year. last year like every time i picked up my phone right i would go straight to the twitter app and i got more cognizant of that so mm -hmm. that was one of the things that i fast mm -hmm. for like a month or two weeks i think so it's just different things that's why when you said fasting i feel like that's like one of the greatest anytime i would hear someone say they're fasting and I have a new respect for Muslim or anybody that fasts because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I kind of trust those person more too because I always my rule of thumb is like if you could trust somebody if someone how can I word it if I can't trust you with what you eat or if I can I, I don't know how to word it but it's like you have discipline on what you eat that tells me you have discipline on anything because yeah. one of the thir hardest thing about humans, period, yeah. is like, yo, you have this like right. wings in your face, but you know it ain't good for you to have this pizza right here. At the restaurant. You, oh, if you have all this in front of you, it's like a self-discipline thing. Right. And it's helped me tremendously, even when like when it came to like my sex life. This is it's just that I used to be a guy that used to be like always have to be with somebody and I realized, oh, this that was another that was another form of fasting I had to do mm -hmm. for me. So it has helped me tremendously. So, um, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. what is my 2020 goal? Um, just to be more consistent. I want to, I want to read more books last year. I only read three, which is half of what I wanted to read. So this year I'm pushing for six for the year. One of the books was just long as hell, but, um, that's the goal of mine. I want to meditate more and do more yoga. So in meditation, I know how you said earlier how, you know, you, you take an hour out of your day to, you know, read the Bible and everything like that. I think I do something similar to that without mine is the reading, but Bible is more so of um I used to take meditation as more of like a 
everybody meditate differently. Mm-hmm. I just like complete silence. I normally do it in a yoga pose just because that's how comfortable mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. But um, it's more so to get in tune with myself. Like sometimes I think of one thing or sometimes I think of nothing. And there is so much shit going on in the world that it's power in thinking of nothing at, at at least 20 minutes out of your day. Like, you know, for people that's listening, that has kids, that have a family, that have two, three, four jobs, you always, your mind always moving. It's true. So think of it like a, a car, like your car is running 24 seven, like taking like 30 minutes out of your day. Like it's become so much of my regiment. Like if I don't meditate or do yoga in like a week, I'm literally frustrated. And I know why I'm frustrated to the point where like, okay, I got to push this aside and get this hour in of me doing nothing. Yeah. Just and to like, myself. You know, speaking on meditation, you know, reading the Bible is like kind of like trying to understand and know who God is. You know, as far as like meditation, what I mean from that is worshiping, listening to worshiping music, my main only focus, he's the only person that's on my mind, you know, my mind is not wandering around thinking about other things, he's the only thing I'm thinking about, and I'm just worshiping him and giving him praise, so that's my definition of meditation, but as far as reading, that's like building that relationship, because to build a relationship with somebody, you gotta know who they are. And you think reading is the way? I'm only saying this because I have a beef with the Bible. Yeah, 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 so like, um, I have a beef with the Bible. You have a beef with the Bible? Well, with me, I just feel like, you know, I need to understand and know who I'm building a relationship with. You know, understand that, you know, people do know the Bible, but you also have to understand the God of the Bible, too. So there's two different things. Hmm. That's when with fasting and praying and meditation, you're going to understand the God of the Bible. But also you want to learn your history. Like, I just feel like with me and the way I grew up that, you know, reading the Bible is a way of, you know, showing myself approved under him, building mm-hmm. a relationship with and him. And empowering yourself. Because empower a lot of people too. just go by what the preacher says. And then it's like self-knowledge, you know, really study yeah, themselves. I guess so. I guess you could say, I guess that's why when I say beef, it's not like, I no, don't like I get the Bible. It's like, I, have friends that I tell people way. like all the time, like I, you have to pick and choose what you want to go with with the Bible. Because we're all human. You cannot do 100% of what the Bible said only because like, I have an uncle here who's a pastor mm-hmm. and I have the biggest beef with him and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to muster the way I need to have a conversation with him. Is on that the things. same one from 2017? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you're moving. <laughs> no, 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 not him, not him, not him. Oh, yeah, not him. Not him, not him, not him. I had to think of what you're talking about. Nah, not him. But, um, no, because, the beef is like, okay, one thing that I don't agree with in the Bible is like how they treat women. And I'm not saying that as if I'm no feminist or nothing. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. in the Bible, they generally, they barely look at women as like a human being. At least in some of the stories that I remember reading. You mean I in the Old reading. Testament? Yeah. I don't remember if it's older than you. That's how I was in that Old Testament and yeah. New Testament. Because the Old Testament was more like women were seen more as property yeah. instead of as like you have your own mind you can do whatever you want you know like um like i don't like people using the bible as like that's your um that's your like fact like oh you're not supposed to do this because that's what it said i'm like bro there's a lot of shit the bible say you ain't supposed to do but i promise you you're doing it right Mm -hmm. whether you know it or not or whether 
you practice it. Like some people, they, we, we all do that shit self-consciously and we don't know. But right. well, it's like, like the guidelines. But we, we all, yeah. Like, yeah. God, no, we, we That's, that's my beef with the Bible is that. We, 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 we striving, but we're never going to be at that mark. You know, like yeah. only Christ was perfect. Yeah, but I hate people that news that the beef is, it's not, it's not the Bible, it's how it's news. Let me take that back. Because yeah. some, some people that were really news that against, like, um, I have an uncle who's a pastor. I went to his church a while back and, um, he was talking about gays. And the like minute being he's, very judgmental. Yeah, the minute he said it, I was like, man, you got three sons. There's a strong possibility that one of them could be gay. And it sucked because they would never open up to you if that is the case. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how people say, like, because I'm, I'm a believer that, well, I'm a believer. Like, at this age, I feel like everybody, everybody knows somebody in their family who's gay. Yeah, I got cousins. But gay. for some reason... Nobody, no different. nobody has yet to come forward in my family, so I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> like I know, like it's not that I know. It's like yo, if it happens, it happens. But it's like I find it curious because everybody I know, right. all my homies, they got one gay, and that's cool. Right. But nobody has come forward yet in mine, mm. and that like. Well, I was told I that you know in Haiti. It's like when somebody mentioned they gay, like it's off with your neck. Right? Yeah, 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 it is. But regardless, <laughs> it is off with. Your, there's some people like it's not off with your neck with my family's here mm-hmm. in America, literally, but figuratively, it is. Like mm, they don't want to yeah. deal with you. But I back to that uncle that's a pastor. That's like there's certain things that I just maybe I, some people. My family always say I'm too open minded. Sometimes, even when it comes to like, for example, we have family discussions. Even when it comes to like gay shit, and like I remember one time, I was just saying how like yo, what's wrong with somebody being gay, and my family member accusing me of being gay just because I'm saying what's wrong with somebody. Oh, being gay. so it's see, like I got plenty. It's one of those. That's just that old. No, I mean, I, I, I get it. I think everybody is really everybody have the space to have their own beliefs. Mm-hmm. And they should be freely okay to have their own beliefs, if that makes any sense. Because a lot of times. If a Christian says that they don't agree with it because the Bible speaks of it, then it's like they're looked at negatively, you know, because the minute, that's their belief. The minute somebody tell me they don't do something or they don't believe in something or they don't agree on something and they go with like the Bible as a reference, that's the quickest way for me to like tune off in the conversation. Like I had a conversation with my dad about that. Like, yo, don't. The minute that's your, like, I'm not saying don't bring it up, but the minute that's your number one source, you throw me off because I'm, I'm not, I'm going to lose interest in a conversation just because mm-hmm. it's like, if you're going to bring that up, then we need to bring up certain things that you didn't did that's in the Bible you shouldn't do. So don't, right. don't bring See, it up. You can't like judge one another like what hate and make somebody feel offensive, you know. But God does say you can judge righteously, right. and that's funny that that's we mentioned our topic because yeah, on Thursday. every Thursday Whoa. we do a yeah, talk. We have something called on Instagram. Talk on Instagram. Oh, I seen that. I seen that. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. yeah and so that's our topic our called topic you know righteously judgment or right. judging righteously. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a minute, but I okay. want to start the finance talk we're gonna wrap that up with that okay on there. so you guys do financial both of you oh yes mm-hmm. that's a business, partner. business partners business partners give the listeners a little bit of what exactly that you do well we basically well what i basically do is 
Um, I help uh, people with financial literacy. And how I do that is basically by teaching them about credit. Mm -hmm. So a lot of credit repair companies, they might give one or two services. You know, credit repair being, of course, number one. And then maybe like identity protection or a credit monitoring system. Uh But for us, we give like 11 additional services on top of credit. Mm -hmm. So we want to teach you about credit. So then that way you don't end up in the same situation. So you don't you don't you just know? help them with fix their credit, you actually educate them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like help yeah, them become financially free because you know that's the goal. How do how do you teach them? Like is it like a class or you just sit it's down? It's a with portal. Them? So like they will log into their own online um, portal mm-hmm. and then on their free time, you know, let's say after work or you know, in between breaks or lunch or whatever, whenever they have free time. Um, they can actually watch certain videos that will teach them, you know, about how to build your credit, you know, or what affects your credit. What's the biggest impact on your credit? Um, what about those people that's not technology savvy or that don't that don't like to be on the computer much, which is the older heads? Well, if they don't like to be on the computer y'all much, y'all don't we, come across those type of people. Well, I, I, I have okay, a I few, but sure. it's like. Mm, I mean, it, it depends, but for me, I always do a free consultation. So in the free consultation, I basically tell them a lot of the information that they'll get from our, you know, our system because that's where I learned it from. Um, a big portion and is for people that's listening. There's a lot of free shit you can find just off YouTube. Period. Pretty and much. Yeah. But most people, to be honest, a lot of things you can do yourself. Yeah. But people don't have the time or they don't want to take out the time. So then they're paying Ameri- for yeah. what they America don't want is to in the conveniency services where like you're paying for a lot yeah. of service. Like right. fast food. Not only you paying for the yourself. food, you're paying for the service. Exactly. Fast service. So I get right. what you're saying. Right. Even like a cleaning lady. Yeah. Like you can clean your own house. But, but no, people are tired. They yeah. don't want to, you know. That's so. pretty big in America. Like, you're mostly not just paying for the product, right. but for the convenience and the service. Yeah, that's and the time. A lot of people are like, I don't play by my time. they rather pay, pay the money yeah. and not have to worry about, you know, right. their time. So, credit repair. That's one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And credit uh, builder, which is basically the financial library that teaches you about credit. Okay. That's number two. Um, also, identity protection. So, we basically um, partner up with the company that will be able to secure um, our customers um identity Mm -hmm. because in the state of florida uh tampa is actually number two when it comes to identity well we call it fraudulent yeah yeah. what's number one south florida it's miami okay yeah i'm surprised tampa's number number two yeah really i am surprised yeah every two seconds in we're number three somebody um no, I, I know that. Get stolen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, I know. Um, and also, um, speaking of the identity theft protection, you get up to a million dollars of insurance worth of, worth of protection for your identity. Right. So that's something that's really huge too, as well. Right. So if somebody, you know, um, takes your identity and steals, it's we up to a million dollars. You will be secured. Um, you know, so a lot of people love that, especially mm-hmm. in the society that we're living in. Some people, they they don't even, their credit is good, but they want to secure their identity because once you have good credit, that's when now you be. become victim, right. you know, to identity fraud. And another one that's really huge to me, too, that we offer as well in our plan um, that we give our clients is the Will and Trust. Like the Will and Trust, trust Fund. Uh-huh. A lot of people really don't know what a will and trust fund is. And it's like a document, a very important document that allows you to pass down generational wealth to your family. 
Um, prime example, like we know these superstars such as Prince, Nipsey Hussle, Aretha Franklin, like to this day, their family is still battling with the states for their property, their investments, their wealth, all because they didn't have one important document in stock. And pretty much, you know, the will and trust fund, what it is, is that before that person passed away, they would write out a will and trust of who they want their man to go to. Oh, I thought it was just a will. I didn't know it was will and trust yeah yeah so, will and trust. Yeah, so there, oh, there is a difference will. between okay i thought you guys were saying like so yeah you know there's a difference between you know the will and trust um i'm not sure if you really want to elaborate on that a lot you don't more. well yeah elaborate a little bit on what a will is i know what it is but you guys are the expert yeah. And the listener, somebody's listening right now that doesn't know what that is. What is that? Right. The living will is um, basically, you know, uh, if I something... could give them the nigga term, but I'd rather you guys yes. get the medical term. What's, the, the, what's medical. the nigga term? The nigga term is, yo, before you die, <laughs> sign some shit that say whatever you have right now, who you will go to. Yeah. Sometimes right, that's, right. you got to simplify it. No, it's true. It. Yeah. It's true. But, you know, like the difference is that with the will... That document won't will go into place after you die, mm-hmm. but with the trust, right. that it's, document can go into place at that very second. Right. At that very second of what? Like, let's say for instance, um, you end up in a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. But you have businesses and you know banks and stuff that you need to run. Mm-hmm. You can have somebody that's over that for you, mm-hmm. just kind of like an assistant. You know. Do you guys clear? Do you guys offer like um life insurance stuff? We do, yeah. but it's um it's for business. Once you become business. a business partner, yeah. it's like the secret sauce. Once you become a business partner, yeah, like well, basically, when you when you become a business partner or you're a part of the company, mm-hmm. uh, you're basically buying your own franchise. Oh, so okay. with that, any of um the qualified agents, then you can basically gain your. Um, remember, what, remember how we was talking about goals earlier. That was one of my goal is to. Sign up for me and possibly my parents on a um life insurance, and it's gonna be very difficult with my dad. I know it is. Yeah, that was See, the a life issue. insurance is something that's very just, important. I'm just trying to get a life insurance policy on the yeah, yeah. for for people that's listening right now that's Caribbean or just right. from another country right. that's immigrants. You know how it is when you're that kid or you're that family member that other family members are waiting on right. when somebody dies to do something. Man. I'm going to tell, listen, if any of my hmm. family members come across this episode, believe me, if my dad dies today, don't call me. Because I'm that nigga that be like, yo, I ain't got it. Right. Like, right. I got my own shit to worry about. Right. That's why I want to go about this life insurance thing because there's certain shit I'm not doing because um, that's too much burden. I I'm gonna be real true. I'm the type of nigga. I'm not taking care of nobody unless I take care of myself first. Right? Because how can you help somebody sometimes, and help nobody else if you can't help yourself? Yes, Listen, but that's a whole... some people don't understand that level of selfishness. Yeah, I'm selfish when it comes to that. Right. And some people will call, you know, will say I'm, you know, they'll be upset about it. But like that's a form of selfish. You have to be in life. Right. And I had to learn that the hard way because with me, you know, growing up. 
quick story. I was the type of person that put everybody before mm-hmm. me. And people took advantage of that. But as you right. get older, you get to a breaking point to where, you know what? Like, I got to really care about me and take care of me. Right. So it's, just, it's a mindset, you know? It is. I used to always be that yes, yes, yes. But now I'm like, no, no. I would. No. I need to be yes. <laughs> and it's just like my personal life would just be in shambles. And I'm like, yo, hold on. This ain't right. Right, right, because right. they living all good, yeah, but mine, they don't care about you. <laughs> yeah, mine is more my my me as the mother, um, and my kids. So I feel like if Wait, I'm not taking, hold on, you really have three kids? Was it three I or have four? four kids. You really have four kids? Yeah. I know you say that, like on, even on social kids. media. I really don't didn't believe she really has. No, everything. She's married. <laughs> she got no, a whole family. No, I didn't forget the married part. I really didn't believe you had four kids. <laughs> I no, no, no. Just because, like, you don't, you don't look like somebody has four kids. Not saying that somebody has four kids look a certain way, but oh, just like Haitians don't look a certain way. Yeah, I believe that. But okay. no, you don't even look like you have kids. Period. At least that's me. a compliment. Oh, well, you having a mom walking around looking stressed out. Right. <laughs> you just don't look like you have kids. Period. But when you, you said you had four kids, I'm looking at it I'm like, nah, she ain't have four kids. Right? I have four kids. I thought it was like yo, you know. Siblings or some shit or nephew. Hey, they can that. pass the siblings once I hit thirty five and be like, listen, I'm what, you're over thirty. No. Oh, okay. I'm twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but yeah. So once you become a mom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is really hard because it, even society, friends, family, most people are like, oh, you gotta put your kids first. You gotta put. I'm not knocking that. You know, I'm not knocking that's how they believe because that's probably how I, people I were just had a convo with my brought up. Go ahead. But for me, mm-hmm. I can't take care of my kids unless I take care of myself. And if I'm not here, I always use the example as when you're on an airplane, even for your kids, they don't tell you to put their mask on first. They tell you to put your own mask on then so you can be able to be there to, to help put, your kid. Because if you pass out, what's going to happen to the kid? Now they stuck with strangers. Yeah. So for me, as a mom, I always make sure I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And then in taking care of myself, now I feel good about me. I can help take care of my kids, you know. And I'll be taking care of them in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Not like... You know, oh my God, I'm so drained. I'm so this and that. Like, I have to take out time for my sanity, you know, to, you know. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's so I can thing. be able to help them. Because if I can, if I don't listen, it ain't it ain't listen. like how you say about your yoga. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't do it, literally, I'm a, I, I've spazzed out on people. Right. And I rarely do because I'm a mellow guy. I've caught myself doing that towards the end of the year because of the fact that. And after I apologize, I'm like, yo, this ain't really me. Right, because like that's really, because like, like when I do some shit that's out of my so character. Like the sneakers commercial, <laughs> yeah, <You want> a- <laughs> literally, because I did some shit and I'm like, yo, what am I doing? This ain't me. I'm over here right. talking loud. Right, I'm over here like angry. Like normally, I'm really mellow, or even if I get upset on something, I just walk away. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, yo, like you know, I get, I might get frustrated about like I say, if I might work my day job, I'll be like, all right, I'm good for a walk. I ain't finna trip. Because right. it's just like, at the end of the day, if I die today, y'all gonna post my job tomorrow. Right, <laughs> right. Say that so, again. Oh, that's, that's a whole nother topic. So right. I'm not right. even loyal stress. Jobs are I, not right. loyal they are not. And that's fine. They shouldn't be loyal. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's the bottom line. That's right. why I always tell people, oh, you gotta worry about your bottom line, which one is your health. Right. Because right. at the end of the day, yeah, take care of you. If take you don't care take care of you. of you, you fucked. Right. This is yeah. how I look at it, you know. 
the true success is in your gift. It's not in any other man's hands. And people need to understand the difference between skills and your gift. A right. gift is something that's within that you was born with that no man can take away from you. But mm -hmm. as far as skills, that's another man can come with that same skill and do it better than you and they can replace you. Right. So a lot of us need to understand and like, you know, really work on ourselves and our present development and really find out who we are so we can unwrap the gift that's with that's You know what wicked. your gift is? I, I know what mine is. Really? At 22, you know what yours is? Mm -hmm. What is it? It's multiple, but my main gift is teaching. Really? Teaching. When how did, it comes you, how to, did you come about with that? Oh, this is my gift. Like that moment that you that moment. Oh, wow. Oh, I was at a hard place in my life. Um, 22. A hard place you had in your life. Don't do that. Listen. I'm not listen. I'm not listen. Wait, wait. Hold on. Let me take that back. I'm not saying because you're 22, you cannot be at a hard place in your life. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that you're still young. Yeah, Whatever see, place you consider hard, believe me, at 32, right. you're going to laugh. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah, but no, like, being, you know, What's, young, What grade you teach? Me? Yeah. I teach third grade. I'm a special ed teacher. I work with special need kids. Oh, you got the patience. Yeah. You're see, angel. But it, it didn't come like that. I wasn't that same person before. So, so yeah. So how did it, how did that moment where you like, damn, this is my gift? Okay. What happened was, um, like I said, I was in a dark place in my life. Um, I had lost dark. my job. You know, I was emotionally depressed, um, gotcha. financial, your know, bills topping on top. Bills, just so many right. bills, you couldn't even pay. Like, a lot of us had more bills than we had money before, you know? That's I think right. that's a lot of us. But I was at a really dark place, and, you know, I had made this one prayer, and I'm like, Lord, I'm getting sick and tired of living the way I want to live because I see that it's not getting me anywhere. Show me, show me my way, show me my walk, show me my calling in life. It didn't happen right then. Mm -hmm. It happened unexpectedly because every time a, a job or some type of opportunity come, I'm like, oh, 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 but it never worked out. Okay. So fast forward, I was on Facebook one day and this guy, he like sent me a friend request, his name Bruno Florida, and I'm so thankful for this man that God sent him my way. Mm -hmm. And he showed me the business opportunity. And at first I'm like, uh, I don't know. But he showed you a business opportunity? Yes. Okay. But it was through text. Gotcha. So he showed me the business opportunity. He sent me, you know, a script and this and that. I'm this like, gotta this gotta do with teaching? Is that what it was something? It's needed to teach. Okay, go ahead. So I'm like, uh, this is before I even got the teaching job. Mm -hmm. You know? So I'm like, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm second guessing, but something in my heart was like, Erica, meet up with him and hear him out, see what he got to show you. Mm -hmm. And when I went to the um seminar, it's like my heart, like everything was like, it was this like, yo, like, this is what I was been asking you for, God. And I was just like, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity because I knew that what I was doing before doing hair and, you know, uh, working at call centers from job to job, I knew that hey. something in my life was a lot bigger. I knew that I was more <laughs> called. I was about no. to say some nigga shit, but go ahead. No, yeah. Like, I, knew, <laughs> I knew that. God has something bigger in store for me. All like right. I have the passion of changing people's lives. Mm. So when I seen this opportunity, I knew that not only would this help me change other people's lives, but this will also help me bring my family out of poverty. Poverty, poverty. what? Yeah, poverty. It's cool. 
that what kept me in this negative environment and it's all a mindset so this business opportunity helped with my personal development and it brought me out my comfort zone when it comes to teaching people and talking to people and then god blessed me with this um job also at the school buchanan middle school right on bears avenue in tampa florida when he blessed me with that job, I realized, yo, I'm really good at teaching. I'm like, so what you trying to tell me, Lord? Like, my calling like this teaching? Right. And understand that it didn't come easy. Um, The devil played mind games on you. He tried to manipulate me into thinking that, hey, this is just another plain old job. You're going to mm-hmm. fall right back into where you was back to school where was you this? was at. Huh? How long ago was this? This was about... I was curious. Seven months ago. Okay. So you recently found out what you're calling it. Yes. Like what's your gift. That's what what my gift gift. is. Yeah. So my gift is teaching. And what confirmed that was I was in choir one day. I go to, I'm I'm in church and, you know, I went, I was in choir one day and a pastor, a bishop, he came to my church as a visitor, as a guest. Mm -hmm. And after he finished pastoring, after he, he finished pastoring? Yeah, after he finished okay. preaching, you know? Okay. Okay, <laughs> my bad. I'm like, wait, is that a term? After he finished No, I was asking because I didn't know which term. Oh, I never heard that preaching. term preaching. Oh, no. Yeah, pastoring, preaching. It's like the same thing, teaching. Okay. After he finished teaching, he turned around. He was like, you, young lady, you fell into my spirit. And I'm very strong with spirituality when it comes to prophesizing, you know? And he was like, stand up. And I stood up. I'm like, I'm looking around like, are you talking to me? He was like, yes, you. He was like, your countryside is really strong. But go really? Ahead. He was like, yes, you. He was like, you. He was like, what is it that you do? And I was like, um, I teach people about financial literacy and credit. He was like, what you teaching right now, you're going to be living in it. And he said, you go be the one to bring your family out of poverty. Mind you, months later, I months be, um, before he prophesied to me, I made that prayer to God, Lord, I want to change my environment. Help me find my calling in life so I can help change other people's lives, not knowing that I was referring to my family. So I knew that what I'm doing now is meant to be because it was confirmed to me. Even though I had already knew it, you know, I believe in confirmation and reassurance, and God reassured me that where I'm at now is where I need to be. Hmm. That's so that's how that's I knew. That's beautiful. Interesting. Because to this day, I'm still trying to figure out what my gift is. Not figure out, mm-hmm. but I'm waiting for that that moment. Yeah. You know how you say you had that moment? Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't, I don't think I've had that. What I've irks had your nerves? Irks? Like, because most of the time, um, your, your calling or your gift mm-hmm. is tied to that. Cause for me, it's like dirt, like dirt, like when something is not organized or it's not clean, like what? It irks my nerves. I hate it, and it's like I'll be so mad and so upset, and then when everything is good, I'm like, okay, I I feel good now. I don't know. You know what? Um, I was listening to Steve Harvey one day, and it kind of he was like, when you get angry with what you're comfortable with doing he was like you'll start doing a self-evaluation and what Mm -hmm. i did was a self-evaluation i wrote down all the negative things Mm -hmm. about me and all the positive things i do i do a self-evaluation every summer of my life every summer the The more more you continue to do that you'll find yourself a lot more the reason why i did it every i do it every summer is because one summer when i was an undergrad in school that was my brokest point of my life like I was sleeping in a car for like a week and ever since then I was like yo I'm because it's the difference between broke being broke right. and being broke in the summer it's hot 
Right. There's other shit happening. Right. It's Trust two me. different levels it's of air conditioning. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know the feeling. That was me. It's different <laughs> levels of broken. I always tell people, right. being broken, I rather, if I'm ever broke again, I'd rather be broken in the winter, not the summer, just because right. there's other elements that is out of my control that makes it a lot worse. Right. That sounds like a book, Broken in the Summer. Let me find out. <laughs> Listen, you never know. You might be right. You but might yeah, be you know. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what you, you asked me a question. Yeah, you said, what makes me what? Yeah, what irks your nerves? Like, what is something that you, it's just like, it irritates you. You know, you're passionate about it, but you might look at it as just like, this is so aggravating. But your calling normally is tied into that. Nothing She's me, right. Though. Yeah, because that's for me. Cause when what irks me is what some people do. But like I don't what? have something that irks this is like a character trait. It's not nothing uh, okay. major like that. Because what ties into what she's teaching, I mean, what she's saying, I know it's true because when it comes to me teaching back then, I used to get so aggravated. Like when I'm trying to show my sister them how to do something with hair or something right. and they couldn't grasp what I was saying, I would get so frustrated and just shut down. Like just forget. No. Right. And my patience is very short. Right. So mm-hmm. it kind of grasps with what my calling is in life now. Teach right. it. And I got patience now. Right. So it kind of ties. Yeah, I have patience. I like teaching, but I don't think I, I got patience. Well, not I, for li- kids. I like I have patience, but I don't love like people that teach. They're, they they have a special place in my heart because you're doing it out of love, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely out of money because yeah. you know, no, they hit me. Because these kids, especially not not just the money wise, right. like you know, I have a lot of friends who's teachers, different counties mm-hmm. here, Orange County, Dade County. Uh, Hillsborough County, like everywhere. So, like, they, the horror stories they'll tell me in different grades, different levels, not just you're dealing with the classroom, you're dealing with the school district, you're dealing with the principal and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all doing that out of love. And I See, respect y'all for it. That's I different. prefer what's different. Um, teaching at a school. That's one of mine. That's not why I'm going to stay. Okay. My teaching is bigger than that i'm teaching people how to walk away from you know their nine to fives i'm teaching people how to become financially free i'm teaching people how to come out of that poverty mindset into a wealthy mindset in school that's a whole nother system school they don't teach you these things so i'm at this god put you in certain positions for a reason so you can learn something I'm here right now because I'm learning something right now. Even though, you know, some days I may not like my job because you can't get frustrated and aggravated. It's not perfect. But yet and still, I know I'm here for a reason. But you just have to grow through your situation, you know? Hmm. Do you know what your calling is? Hmm. I have have a few gifts. Or what's your gift? Um, You had that moment too? I I did, Mm. but it wasn't a... It's like, listen, I, I forget sometimes. I, I blame it yeah, on what you're calling it? No, I'm talking about <laughs> no, like, things that I think about. Your aha moment. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I forgot. The that only exactly. thing, don't, sorry to cut you off. The only thing I know is, like, I know where, like, my comfort place. Like, mm. I know, like, whenever, I don't know, maybe that could tie into calling. Like, I know, you know how some people, when they're frustrated or when they're on 10 or when they're, at a place and it's difficult for them to get out like with me it's like clockwork where like okay Mm. i know once i i guess that is a form of meditating like i could easily be worried about everything and worry about nothing in like five seconds as in like a form of meditation 
in a form of just like just breathing. Yo, that's powerful. <laughs> like I could like a war could be going on outside. And if I'm frustrated, don't know how to move, I would just be in one corner and just hit it's like a reset button. I'm able to do that for sure. That's I so need cool. that in my life. <laughs> Maybe that may tie into calling. I don't know what it is, but I know for sure, like over the past two years, it didn't come to me like this. It just came to me over time. And I I could yeah. honestly say that's what like that's why when you ask me what irritates me like i don't think nothing really irritates me because the minute i see one ounce of irritation i cut it like i either walk away or i walk away from i push it away or i walk away from it easily so like that's something huge right? that's 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 the closest i got continue to, to study it that's, right. that's the closest some, I got. It's, it's, it's a part of your gift you know just continue this you, you gotta unwrap it right? yeah and it's a process right. yeah. like i didn't listen if y'all would have known me in 2015, I'm a, I would have been, I'm a totally different nigga now. Or 2010, like, imagine like how you were saying how Haitians are in Miami. Whatever your image of how Haitians are, like not physical image, but just perception, that was me. That was 100% <laughs> wow, me. Wow, turned though. Like, Yo, what's good? Uh, not not all of them are turned though, but it's just the, the, the demeanor and the... The mindset that was mm-hmm. me. Not saying that I'm that's not me at all, but I also know like when right. to have a little bit of that right. and right. when to have a little less of that. Mm-hmm. So like that's me on this growth. podcast It's is, often just say that growth. Yeah, like me, the podcast me and the corporate me is two different me. The corporate me versus my family me is two different me. Like mm-hmm. the me with my older family members versus the younger ones is two different me. Like I know how to adapt to different situations adapt then that's the trait i love in people generally like people that's able to adapt like just because some shit going left right now it's not the end of the world for anybody that's listening just 2018 the same way everybody we're talking about goals and things like that there's somebody right now where 2020 i said 2018 2020 is going completely left for them right and i like to let you know trust me one there's tomorrow Mm -hmm. two learn how to adapt Right. There was one time I was at a job and I didn't like the job. And I was like, yo, why would I waste more time here when I could just go find another job? Mm. Something as simple as that, like, it's hard for people to grasp. Like, yes, I understand some people, they have family. They have different circumstances to why they can't find a job right now. But find something else for you to, like, deviate from that. Like, right. I'm talking to a friend right now that tell me how she hate her job. She moved somewhere in another state for more money. But I, I remember before she moved, I was like, yo, more money doesn't necessarily mean a better job. Like, if it was for that, I would have been living up north myself. But she moved there. She's get, getting more money, but she hate her job. She hate the people who she work with. She hate the city she in. She hate the complex she live in. And I'm like, yo. Should evaluate all that shit before you move. Now, I, yeah, a lot of people, you know, they try to. I look at it as you know, running from your situation rather than growing through it. You know. Elaborate. What do you mean? Like, um, I listen to Dr. Miles Monroe a lot. Um, he's a motivational speaker. He's an evangelist. And motivational speaker. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. Motiv- motivational speaker. Mo- motivational speakers. 
But he's, he's not one of those guys. Guy. He's not one of those guys that do seminars or nothing like that, is he? Yeah, he, he, he did classes. He talks a lot about fasting. Yeah, yeah. He's a true man of God. He's an evangelist. He's a teacher. Like, I said, does he do seminar? That's my question. Well, I mean, he's he's deceased, so he doesn't. Oh, this is. Oh, when he was alive. Yeah, but a lot of his teachings are still relevant, like relationships and business. Like he's really like that was his gift, and you know, your gift will make room for you. God, you know, said, hey, you know, this is your gift. This is your calling. Our people's going to pay for what you have. That's when right. you make yourself a person of value. That so is, yeah. That's he made like himself that. a person of value. And that's, I feel like, you know, a part of a wrapping every single last one of Every single last one of our gifts is going to make us a person of value. It's going to set us apart for someone else because everybody teach, everybody love arts and craft, everybody sell this and sell that and start a business. But what is going to make you different? From, from the other person. Yeah. Like, promise up a man, Beverly, we're in the same business, but we both are two different people. Yeah. So we have value T- that's going tie- Tying that back into it, you guys are in the same business. There's mm-hmm. other people that does the same thing that you guys do. So what sets you guys apart, you would say? Okay. Um, you Do you want to answer this question, John? Yeah. Um, I would say what sets me apart is, um, you know how these, well, I have customer service background. Mm-hmm. So I really believe that like the customers is the heart of your business. So for me, I like to walk people through this, you know, our step, like my step process. Right. Um, and then if they have questions, like I'm open, like, you know, to help them out. I'll even call our customer service line. How does, know. how does this work? Cause you're Haitian. So I'm, I'm hoping you deal with a lot of Haitians. Well, I mean, most I really of the Haitians hope. that I deal with, they speak English, so I haven't had not any. not that. How do you deal with, you know, we're, we're we have a Caribbean background. We know how our parents view credit, right? Talking about money, right? Like I know there's a barrier there. So how do you manage, or how do you deal with that? And I'm sure you have that same situation with <laughs> your country folks. Most definitely. Right. So well, how do you deal with that? All I do is... Or what happens? Have you had situations like that? I mean, I had situations where I'll ex- like explain to a lot of older, mm-hmm. you know, um, Haitian uh, um, families or people. And their thing is, oh, could you? My business could you? Like, like if their mindset is like, oh, man, like, it's for them. It's it, They don't need it. Like, they don't really they care don't know what, it. they don't know what it They is. don't know how much value it has to have credit until... Some of them trying to go get a car, you know, a brand new car. They can't get one, you know, or they trying to get a, a house and they can't get one. So I think with them, they have to learn the hard way by being turned down by someone else instead of me telling them about it. Because then for them, it looks like what I'm just trying to sen- sell them. Have you had a scenario like that? Um, yeah. That you're willing to share? Well, this, it's, this is exactly what I told you. I just... You know, told her how I'm, you know, in the business and how I'm helping people with getting their credit repaired. Uh And honestly, she didn't even really, it's like she bypassed what I was telling her about Mm -hmm. and then went on to try and, you know, talk about personal things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, I was trying to talk to you about your finances, you know, me helping you with your credit. And no, like she literally just took the conversation and Mm -hmm. made it, you know, go left. So yeah, and did she come back around or no? They did. She purposely switched the conversation because she don't want to, you know, um, yeah. talk about. Because that's a that's a major thing, and um, 
like that's a major thing in the black community, especially Caribbean community, with um talking about money. Like I'm gratefully I'm grateful that I think that's what I that's another thing I wanna get better at when it comes to like talking about money to the younger um kids in my family, little cousins, um, younger siblings, niece, nephew, is just talking about, you know, I have like over twenty little cousins under the age of fifteen. So um, I'm making my business. I'm going to make my business in 2020 and talk more to them about that. Mm-hmm. Only because, one, I'm not talking to the older ones because to me, they're lost. like a brick wall. No, they're, they're a lost cause. And to be honest with you, to change the trajectory of certain people, if you don't start off young, it's over. It's true. I'm a strong believer in that. Like, me too. It's like repetition. It's like the older you get, the more you don't have that repetition, mm-hmm. the right. harder it is to stick with it. Right, right. Like, unless they have that mindset. And that's If, if that's they like are, like how you were saying, the, they like to adapt. That's, there are certain people that are like, listen, teach that's me. That's 1%. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I need to, you know, like, that's but that teach 1%. me. Right. right. That's that 1% right. of them. So I make it my business. And it's not even about, like, I have to, I realize that, thankfully, I had, um, I went to school in accounting and I work in accounting now, like, I'm more comfortable about talking to them about certain things just because I have that background right. also. And it's not about no credit. It's just about that, hey, if you have this much money, can you make it stretch? Right. I've talked to one of my little cousins now. He's teen, he's in high school. Budgeting. Right. He's in high school and he doesn't have a job. And over the summer, I told him, get a job. He didn't want to. He wanted to chill, you know, doing kids sit. And now he wants certain things. And his parents ain't going to get it for him. I'm like, hey, listen, if you would have got that job, right. you could have got that shit yourself. Because literally, I've been buying my own shit since I was like 16, 17. Right. It sounds like it. Like it literally. Like, like after, well, I left too, my house, but... after I left my house at 18, I want to say since junior year, like mm-hmm. I didn't get a phone till I was a junior in high school. And that's late. Wow. wow. And that's because I had to get that shit myself because mm-hmm. the, my auntie raised me. So that I was raised different. Mm-hmm. Like, so I had to teach him about that. And it's just about the little shit. And I hate the fact that I have one that his grandma was always talking about how he always loved money. And she shamed him for that. And I hate that. You know, Haitians be like, oh, God, come on, let me in Jean. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, why are you saying that shit as a negative thing instead of like teaching him, hey, if you have this amount of money right. and you want this? Or, for example, one of the kids, he's like, he wanted this game. And he was asking me for money. Like, I'm a strong, I don't give none of them little niggas money. I'm not giving you the money. Like, you I tell them, hey, it. you go back in my car, I'm giving you $20. Right. right. Like, not because, like. Well, it's true. You want to no, show them yeah. that you got to work for this dollar. Not just that. I work for that fucking dollar. <laughs> 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 no, you like, back to me. So, you know, no, like, I work for that shit. I don't even, like, Listen. I go to the strip club. I've never, I spend, okay, I spent my own money at the strip club one time, mm-hmm. and that was my first time. Ever since then, the only time you'll catch me at a strip club is because there's somebody else's money. Because I work hard for it. Like, I'm not just going to give it away. Right. I'm not. I have an issue even paying bills because I feel like I'm giving that away. But then again, I'm like, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I know like, that you pay yourself I mean, I'm not all for strip clubs and all that. But them girls in there probably feel like they work hard for it, too. You know, because that's their yeah, job is to do what they do. But I could get somebody do. personal to do the same thing and for free. But but it's technically not free because as a man you kind of have to pay for something. But that's another that's another subject. But yeah, like <laughs> for example, he wanted this game and he was telling me, "Can I get?" I'm like, "Yo, first of all, I'm not giving you that shit." 
Secondly, you caught me at the wrong day, nigga. Like I didn't. I this was when I was coming from like my birthday trip. I'm like, yo, don't ask me for shit for the next couple months if you may. So I told her, I'm like, yo, you don't have this money right now. Your parents ain't ain't gonna give it to you because they already spent X money. Whatever the, your parents' excuse was, I'm like, hey, you have these old games here. Right. Sell them. Like teaching him entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship different way. And I hate the fact that that's not talked about enough. It's yeah. a generation right. of curse. It is. Like, you know. It's a, it's a, but it's. Yeah, especially in our communities, man. I feel like with the Haitian community, as me being a Haitian American, I used to work for Temple General Hospital and I could have got, you know, they could have basically paid for me to go to school to become a nurse. And of course, the Haitian parents is, you know, my parent would love that. But for me, I knew I don't like the sight of blood like that. You know, I, I mean, That's I love the. Yeah, it wasn't for me. I was more like, oh, I could do the um, what is that social work? Because I'm more like a the people you person. You can't tell Haitians you want to be social. What? Work. Listen, I was like, I could be, you know, more like the. It's social your personality. You yeah. Yeah. You're not a I'm nurse, a lawyer, right. a doctor. Yeah, yes. you're not. That's, that's, that's normally it. Yeah, but nurse, lawyer, lawyer doctor, doctor. That's it. You ain't shit. Yeah, tonight. you ain't. And it's like it's crazy because it's like if you believe that, then what about these oh, successful? Oh, engineer is one of them. Because I, I went when I went to school, I wanted to be an engineer, not because I wanted to be it. Right. Because I would hear it right. in my household how, you know, engineering, doctor, lawyer, or nurse. That's how it was for me as a hairstylist. It right. was like fast money. My grandma owned the shop. Mm-hmm. My mom. You know, one of my so. one of my goals in life is that whoever I end up with in life is a woman that knows how to do hair. Only because y'all niggas make so much money out here. What? So yeah, you yeah. only want to be the person because they make money? <laughs> no, like, no, I mean, that yeah. is, a, that is make, a big part of why I want to be with someone. You can make like three bands in one day within. I know this four girl hours. who makes who makes way more money than in a, a week. A doctor. Wow. Like. But the thing about it is time, freedom. Time. It's time consuming. You right. won't have but, no time. No. That's, that's always that, that is something I don't like. I ain't gonna lie. Like if I ever catch a hairdresser that I like and we match, and I know that motherfuckers do hair good or nails, oh, that's it. <laughs> Any type of beauty industry, beauty industry is the thing. That's why I hope you, you got to. <laughs> so like, you got to. Like, so y'all heard that uh, um, supporters, that, that, that right? right. <laughs> none, of them, none of them do hair because I've been peeped. I've been. I look around to see who do hair and who don't. Oh, Lord. that's funny. <laughs> but, um, okay, so what are some of the pros and cons? Like everything, there is some cons in there that you're willing to share about basically just credit repair or somebody that's listening that want to start off with some doing something like that, like starting off with some okay. credit. This is what I would say. Um, as Start far with the as cons the, first. With the cons. Okay, so as far as the cons. Hmm. You guys never thought of a con? For credit? Everything has a pro and con to it. I know. That, that's I true. Know. Everything does. But for our business, for the most part, the customers mm-hmm. were like with the BBB for 12 years or A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they not necessarily the service is what as I'm saying. Far as far as, as the like people. just doing it, the whole process. Consistency. At, yeah, I would say a lot of you people. know speaking to so many people, mm-hmm. and then it's like a certain amount. You know, every like it's like a 
this business is not a hourly type job. Mm -hmm. So you could sit there and literally, like I told you, our consultations are free. And I mean that. Um, but I can talk to you for however many hours and then you not sign up and then that hour is gone. I got you. Right. You know, so it's like for me, as far as the business aspect, I can talk to many people and then only a certain amount of people will sign up. Mm -hmm. So as far as the business, that's what I would say. But it's like a number game, you know, um, it's like, it's not really guaranteed. You know? And I like the fact that you said that because it brings me back to saying how you got to be passionate about it. Right. You can't allow no. You got to accept no's. And a right. lot of people don't like accepting no's. So right. as far as being in the credit industry, you have to understand that there's a lot of people that don't really want to fix their credit. They right. used to, you know, right. just spending cash and wasting money. And, you know, they right. don't know how to properly budget. They don't right. understand the importance of financial literacy. Right. Um, and us as credit, you know, consultants, you get kind of frustrated because it's like, yo, I'm trying to help you. But the more and more they continue to say no, you kind of get discouraged. So mm -hmm. you, you got to stay consistent. And when you become a, um, a credit consultant, you got to accept no's and just keep mm -hmm. moving forward. It's like sales, you know, if you're not good at sales, then you won't be good at trying to help somebody with their credit. True. Mm -hmm. I guess because I ain't good at sales. Yeah. But if you're good sales. at, if you, if you know but, your products. Yeah. You don't even have to really sell it because the products can sell themselves. Exactly. You know, because me, I'm good at it, but I don't really like to sell. I'd rather give you the value of what the, what the, you know, services will basically provide you and let you choose what you want to do. I'm not really that pushy person, but if you know if you need it or not, you want to get the house, you know, by a certain time frame, I'm, I can help you. I'm basically like the answer. And I, and another thing too is like, some people don't want to pay for credit repair, but then they tell you that they want a house. Well, how are you going to pay for the house if you if you can't even pay for credit repair that's like less than $100 a month? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. So what about... Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, I'm thinking of... Because I think right before I met you, I started doing some research myself. And I remember I went to that seminar y'all had. And I was yeah, like, the, okay. home, the first time home buyers were kind of. Yeah, I remember that. I went to that, and I would. The main focus of me going to that was more so to see whatever I was researching, am I on the right track? Because mm. I think like two, three months before that, that's when I started. Like, okay, let me see what the fuck I have, credit wise, and to see how to go forward with that. So my question is, isn't it like some people, all Americans, get like two credit checks, free credit checks a year? Give us some tips. Um, I would not. What are some tips? With, when you say, I would not go through the free credit anything. Not free. Because they're all, you're paying for it or somebody's paying for it. Most of the time it's advertisements. So let's say you go to these free websites. They're selling your information. So, okay. Some um things that I hear. Can you tell me if it's true or not or what it is. So there, is there not free credit checks? You can check your credit. Mm-hmm. For free, it's for free for you. But somebody's, but somebody's paying. Who is that? For it. Somebody. It could be the the, the different agencies. companies, like the companies. even credit card companies mm -hmm. will pay, like um, uh, you know, they'll pay capital. that fee. They'll pay just to check it. So then, um, not just to check it, so that they can get your information, so that they can sell you or send you promotional um offers, or sometimes people end up signing up for. Something at like the um like the that little, different little thing promotions. promotion. You don't end up signing up for it, and then who paid for it? And you those just got advertising on your credit. Exactly. 
Exactly. So when somebody is it true that when someone checked their credit more than twice, it's hers for in a year? Say again. I'm just going off of like stuff that I heard or hear. So if, someone, if you if somebody check okay, for example, I remember this is before I even knew what credit was. I was checking before I understand more of credit, this was when I was getting a car. Mm. And then after I learned that if you go to a car dealer and like too many different dealerships run your credit, it is that dings your that right. dings your credit as well. Right. Yeah. Well one the thing is one car dealership can have different banks. Mm-hmm. All of them. They when once they do the credit check, mm-hmm. if it's let's say five or eight banks, all of them get your credit, and it is for each credit inquiry. It's I believe five to seven points, mm-hmm. um, or like five um, or seven uh, percent or points of your credit. So let's say it's seven, and it's eight banks. That's like fifty six points towards your credit. You know, or fifty cents. Um. um Points that will be deducted towards your credit. So one per one bank or you know one um one let's say inquiry wouldn't be too bad because it's like okay yeah it's five to seven points. But once it becomes all of these different banks because you don't know who it is, mm-hmm. they'll have it go to all of them and whichever one will approve you or say hey I'll take on you know the the amount or like for the loan, then that's the one that you'll go with. But it's normally not just one. Majority of the time, they have more than just one um, credit. Because um, they're trying to make money, check, too. Right. Of course. Right. Of course. That's understandable. But I I appreciate what you guys do only because, like, I feel like once I see certain black people doing certain things that's not the norm, that's positive towards the community, that's always a plus. Only because, you know, a lot of people, I told you just before, like, I like what you guys do just because a lot of people are not talking about money. And that's one way to bring black people in general up. Right. Just to well, have that conversation. Trying, trying but I also to... understand that part of the reason that we don't like talking about money, we as in black people, is because we ain't had that shit. Right. right. And we so weren't taught that. We but in our thing, if we understood our history, our, we once ruled, you know? Right. We once had kingdom, but what we did was come against each other. Right. And that's how we went downhill. Right. It's, it's it gets I really agree deep. because I feel like um, look at today's society. It's not even just I wouldn't say it all came from ourselves. Mm-hmm. I believe that you know um, higher powers pay like play a part. In, higher powers, like higher powers, outside people, factors. Yeah, like out, outside factors, political parties. Yeah, like play or against white man. whatever you want to call it. Go ahead, go. Okay, that's what I'm okay. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We can dumb it down. Okay, let's dumb it down. So, <laughs> the like, man. the white folks, they use us against um, each right. other to manipulate us to thinking that, hey, we can have more than the other or we can build together. Oh, yeah, right? that's a fact. I mean, so, that's, that's what I'm talking about with our history. Right. And but so, then we end up coming against each other because at one point where we was all unified and like, hey, it's us against listen, them. I, I always look at it as like, you know, somebody's going to be against you regardless. Right. I'm not focused... My mindset is like, this is off the realm. My mm-hmm. mindset is we're already living in hell. I'm not going to focus. For example. Like not and, focus on the past. Not not just the past. For example, if I something bad could happen right now. We all could agree on that, right? Yeah. Right. Why focus on that? 
Because the more you focus on that, that's the energy you bring. Mm -hmm. It's like, why focus on, okay, we could, we came, you know, we, we, we the one that causes on each other. Because at the end of the day, it's only going to, because I always say, especially like one of my biggest um, issues or sadness, to be honest with you, with like black people in America is the fact that a lot of African-Americans, they don't know their history. So why they don't know how to fix whatever the fuck is going on. That's what I'm saying. In order to fix right. something, you got to understand. You got to get to the root of the problem. And some of them, they don't have their history. And mm -hmm. honestly, I'm not going to focus on, hey, we're bringing each other down. We already know that. We've been saying that shit right. since I was alive. So right at this point. But we're actually doing something, something. to try and yeah, you bring us together. Yeah. So it's not like I'm saying, oh, we're, we're bringing and then not coming up with a solution. Like I'm really trying to advocate, you know, be an advocate and help How, how difficult people. is it? What? <laughs> when people share, have a certain share, mindset, share, share with me one oh thing of, of instance. We're going to close it up soon of how difficult it is to do what you guys do, especially in the black community. It's very difficult. I was curious. Because um, I'll just share in general, mm -hmm. like I was giving an example about people want a home mm -hmm. and a car and they tell you what they want. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes time for them to make the payment, like that's when you really get to know who really wants to invest into their home. Because honestly, that's what they're getting. You're investing into your home or your car, you know, by fixing your credit. And it's really hard because a lot of them have this mindset. Like one young lady I talked to, she was like, yeah, you know, I want to help my credit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I'll help you or whatever. I give her the rundown. I help her out, whatever. She says, um, a lot of them will make a date say hey i wanted to get fixed on such and such date so for her it was a specific date mm -hmm. i called her on a date oh well i just decided that i'm just gonna fix it myself do they really fix it themselves because that should really don't. take a lot of time now, listen, education listen, and ground they don't but you have certain young people that that's say, the one percent we, okay we're not gonna talk about the exception okay, okay. we talking about the majority okay. the majority do yeah. not fix their credit it's just like an excuse like if you're struggling if it's the money maybe i can try and work something out with you, you know i always what I mean? tell people if it's the money cut back on some shit that you're paying for that's true that's but true. i can still try and see if there's something, something that i can do to try and help you because i do see you let them know that like, offer um, no, I'm not gonna let them know that. Off sometimes real. you may have to let them know that. Depends on the person. I'm not doing that. Oh, because I because they okay. have the money. But like, wait, how can you help me? Because this right, is what I mean. Right. Like, what if aside, they had the money and then I just cut you myself? Know what, short. You know what? That is true. But like, for example, aside from my day job, I help some people with like just basic budgeting. Right. And it amazed me to how I before I like. Actually, I got to call my friend to help with something. But Wait, I remember when before I, you quit your day job? No, no, no. I said aside from my oh, day job. Oh, I thought you said before. I do plan on quitting my day job one oh, day in okay. life, but not yet. <laughs> they got real life bills. <laughs> but it bothers me because I remember the first person, when I first started doing this, I started with like some friends and I just did it. I, I first, I started doing it for free just mm -hmm. because... To get practice, to see, you know, what the thing is. And I, the first thing I tell them, I'm like, yo, tell me everything. As in, like, when it comes to expenses and income. Mm -hmm. Only because I'm not going to help you. For real. If you don't tell me everything. Like, right. if you don't... If you hide an expense from me, like, there's no way I could help you. Mm -hmm. If you're telling me, yo, your rent... Sounds like a lawyer. 
Yeah, can I tell him, like, yo, treat me like how you treat your doctor. If you're in pain, you gotta tell the doctor what the pain is. Good. Please tell me all that shit is. And this girl was spending, like, $600 on, like, hair, nail, and makeup per month. And I would honestly understand it if she was making top dollar or if all that hair and makeup that she's doing was bringing in money. If she was stripping or if she was doing the fucking modeling, whatever right. the fuck she was doing. But all that shit was for bullshit. I wouldn't even understand if she was making money off of Instagram. For I think good. that's a whole right. nother topic. That girl right. wasn't even that's doing any of that. And then right. like... I don't even know what how I came to this because I, I lost my train of thought. But it's just the fact that some people are not. So honest. how did you find out? No, because we're just talking. I'm just breaking down the expenses. For example, I say, okay, how much money are you making a month? She'd give me a amount. Then I'm writing down the expenses, and I'm like, I asked because like one thing about helping people with like their budgeting that I've learned over the time is that it's literally not just a hey, let's talk about this today. It's like every week we have right. a set of time. Of certain yeah. things, or every month, or every other week. Then I'm like, wait, but what about your makeup? And then I, you know, I started picking up on them. Like, so what about this? Like, what about your phone bill? And then on top of that, it would be a different if all that shit was being paid, and she had niggas that was paying for it. See that sense. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like to me, I'm like, as a woman, even me as a man, there's certain things I'm not doing. I'm sorry, just, it just brought back memories of like you doing all this shit and you ain't even pulling the niggas that's gonna help you pay your bills. Wow. To me, what are you doing this for? But anyways, I'm gonna just leave it. I as feel that. like a woman should work hard. I feel like as far sure. as trying to deceive lust and all that just to get money, that's a whole other topic. No, that's fine. I mean at the end of the day, yeah. sex is always gonna be a business. Sex is literally like whorehouse has been here since the beginning of time and they're gonna be here to the end of time. I'm gonna be real. Right. That's just realistic. Yeah. That shit would not end. That's true. It's like, yo, monetize what you can. Like, I tell my homegirls all the time, like, yo, at the end of the day, any relationship is a give or take. Like, you guys are here right now. This relationship is a give or take. Us recording this is a give and take. You in a romantic relationship is a give and take. You partnership right now is a give and take. Like, if you telling me you letting this nigga fuck and this nigga can't even buy you a meal. And you hungry, you can't even call them. That's like some insecure issues. And, oh, no. I just think that you just fucking <laughs> I don't know. Right. I think, and, I think and to be honest with you, that's the same thing with me. Like, if I back when, like, when I was extra broke, I don't have money, I'm just making it clear, like that. But when I was like, broke, broke, <laughs> I just gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta put it out there. You don't know who's gonna call you, be like, yo, let me hold something, right? But I was in the same, I'm like, yo, I'm not fucking no women that can't help me. Like, if I'm hungry, I can't eat. Or if I'm like, I need $20, you can't give me... I'm not saying that, yo, you have to trick. All I'm saying is that if we're having sex, whether it's casual, whether it's a relationship, if you can't help me in any financial way, whether you're a man and the, that needs the help or the woman that needs the help, why y'all doing this? Because that didn't, they love to me ain't enough. Love don't keep a marriage together. I agree. I agree. At one point, though, my... It was like, oh no, love is the answer. But I noticed that I believe finances is like number one. Finances number one to you? I think no, number one in divorce. Number one or number two? In You're divorce. married. So why people get divorced? Yeah. What, you, what? How do you? What do you um rank? What do you rank? What? How long you been married? Uh, it's it's been you? 2011. Why are you? I know I it's been it's been it's been. You've been married since 2011. You're 27. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, well, I got married when I was 18. Wow. That's what I see. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Is that like a high school sweetheart type? No. It was out of high school. Wow. And you guys been married for nine years? Is that 2011? About nine years? Eight, nine years? Now? Eight years. It'll be nine years. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. What keeps that going? <laughs> God. Commit. God. Commitment. Wait, are you I mean, married? We've, no, I, I, people will swear I'm married, but no, no, yeah. Don't, don't speak on that. Don't speak on that. I, I, I need the married people because I'm always fascinated by, I like people who's been married for five plus years because I'm always fascinated on um, how. Because I can't. Like, I always do that not, too. Not that that I can't. the only people that's been married for 30, 40 years. I no, no, no. To me, them. five plus like is a big thing. Because some of us don't even know people but for five be, years straight. Like, there's some people I, I don't even talk to that I've met five years ago. Mm-hmm. My longest relationship was four years. Mm. So, seeing somebody being some with someone at least five years is a big thing to me. So, I'm curious on, like, where does uh, the ranking of what keeps the marriage from you? Like, when it comes to love. You know how some people be like, love, finance, communication. Like, what's your top three? <laughs> My top three. Um, number one, I would say fasting. Fasting? You both? You guys both fast? No, not both of us. I fast. <laughs> that helps I your marriage. Fast. What yep. do you mean fasting? I say fasting because um, there is. I believe that in in your marriage, you're gonna face for better and you're gonna face worse. And during those worst times, like honestly, fasting was what helped Help me. You. Wait, you so in a when you going through a difficult task in your relate in your marriage, you would fast. In general, when I go through really hard times, fasting is what helped me get through. I say that because it it helps me reset. Like I'm able to debunk everything that I'm going through uh-huh. and have that personal connection with God. Like, what do you want me to do? Am I supposed to, like what am I? Because there's gonna come a time sometimes when you're in your marriage, even me, like. I felt like, am I supposed to be with this person? Like, why? You know, like, yes. okay, fasting well, really helped. Like, I never, I would have never guessed the fasting. What else? Yeah, fasting has really Give me two more, please. Um, if you may. The next one, I would definitely say finances. I would say you need to, you know, well, fasting, when I say fasting, it's like God, like spirituality. Basically, you put God first, right. for sure. And okay. then the next one, I would definitely say, um, your finances. Mm-hmm. You both need to have some type of goals. You know, um, I believe if, yeah, he is Haitian. Okay. Well, he was here since he was like 11, so he's a Haitian American. I was here since I was nine. I'm Haitian. Yeah, but I, I feel like, you know, it's not. Yeah, how old is yeah, he? I guess. If he's 11, how old is he now? Um, He's he's 20. So, yeah, 28. Okay, we're well, about the same. I'm I don't sorry, count myself brain, as Haitian. The mom yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Um, so finances. Yeah, finances. Because honestly, I, at one point, I used to think love is all you really need. I was like, oh, oh I was young. You got married Come at 18, on now. So of course you think that. Listen. You probably still think that at 22. No, she around a lot of wise people. She's really wise. Okay. <laughs> Shoot, she be telling me some stuff. And I'm like, man, Because I'm, right. I'm a, I'm a, um, I be on Twitter a lot. I don't think. You on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? I have a Twitter, but I'm... Twitter is a wild place. So every time I see some women, for example, I will see women talk about, oh, I want this in a man and that in a man. First thing I always ask them is, how old are they? Mm. Not because that age matters, only because that 
generally. It's for example, yeah. at the age of 22, there's a lot of things you haven't gone through, generally. Right. Not saying you in particular. Mm-hmm. It's just that a lot of women, because some people didn't even... 22, cause I, because I, I don't know, did you go to college? I don't know if you did or not. Mm-hmm. Did you? Because no. I, no. I always look at it as like, I'm only asking because I only look at it as... um. The age that I was and what I was doing and the people I was dealing with at the age. 22 was like, mm-hmm. you're a senior, you graduated college. You really still don't fucking know yourself. Mm-hmm. You're really just trying no, to figure you, life out. No, you have a point. You have a point. But when you hang around people that's wise that are busy yeah. things, you could kind of learn. I think I grew up for some people do. Some people too. do that and still don't know shit. Right. Some oh, people, they, they're around those people and still don't learn from other people's see, mistakes. That's that's the well, that's that's true. I think it depends. People pick and choose what they want to learn from. Because exactly. like Beverly being married, she teaches me a lot about marriage, so I can prepare myself for when it's time when I eventually get married and I go through hard times. I know, okay, fast. This was the only thing that's gonna get us through this. You know, all of my or friends even are much older than me. She probably can learn not me yes. yeah that's yeah, one thing yes. I ain't that's lie. one thing that i'm so passionate about it takes a special because i realize that a lot of people are not like that because that's another gift i feel like i have that mm-hmm. god has oh you learning the gifts now I, now that i'm thinking about it god has showed me that open my eyes to whatever mistake the person around you close to you made to not make them like i've purposely because i'm I'm at that age with my family asking me why I'm not married or with kids. Mm-hmm. And I want to really tell them that I don't view marriage like they do, but they're not ready for that conversation. Mm-hmm. And you in mind, they're older. They ain't ready yeah. for that. The kids part, that's a later convo. But shit. Well, you're a man, so I feel like it's a little different for you. For a woman, we, be, we be thinking about, thing. yeah, but yeah. for a man, it's like you can get with a young girl. and Nah, but I don't. I don't. What? I don't like young women. Oh, well. I actually prefer older women half the time. Oh, yeah. I think you did say that, too. Yeah, because, you know, like, in the mindset, it's like they're more wiser. It's you know? not I even mean, that. A lot of that dudes... To be honest with you, older women are finer nowadays. To what? Me. There's a lot of older women that's finer than young well, how women. how old are you? I'm 28. Oh, you're you, 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 Yes, but now. what I'm saying is that there's a lot more 35-plus women, to mm-hmm. me, that are finer than under 25-year-old women. That makes sense. I but, mean, if that's what you attracted to, there's women that like older men. So, it, you know, to say like but, a man can't like. Yeah, but it's just the I mean? fact that, okay, back to the Twitter thing. Some women be like, yo, I want this. And I'm like, yo. And I ask them of their age, and they'd be like 20. I'm like, you don't even know yourself. Mm. And they'd be like, I'm 20. And then, like, I find out like they're living with their parents or they're like, you know, doing kids shit. Mm-hmm. Not saying that living with your parents, those, like, you're not an adult. It's just the fact mm-hmm. that. There's certain sh- you don't even know yourself, so you right. can't tell me what you want in a man, because you don't know what you want for you. Right. That's why, like, before you get into any relationship, we were just talking about this on our live the other day. We were saying that the best thing to do is have a self evaluation, mm-hmm. know yourself first, work on yourself. That sounds good, but a lot of people can't even stop and do that. No, but that's the main thing. That's the main I believe thing. that because most people, and and this is all from experience, mm-hmm. because I didn't. Like take that time before I got married, cause you know I was. Yo, you hey, hold on, back to the eighteen. Like the, you ain't gonna feel, let me get nothing out. Is no, you? because this <laughs> I feel like that has to be another episode. Of it's gonna just talking about like, you being you getting married at eighteen. You gonna understand why? Cause I was the same way. No, I'm like, no, I'm a, you that's, It's okay. We're gonna have another episode because we're gonna see each other again. I'm gonna mm-hmm. talk about that. 
Because we have to. Yeah, six months later. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, ain't, it ain't gonna be six months later, but we have to talk about you be married so young. But because we have to close it here. Right, right, right. Just because I feel like this is a good end point. But my third part. Go ahead, I wanna hear it. Would be for people to learn. Third um, part. My third part. Well, third. Uh, for the question, it was three question. parts. You said, what would we do? Yeah. So my last um, would definitely be learning that person's love language um, and how they want to be loved. Hmm. Because a lot of times we are loving people in our love language. Have you ever read that book, The Five Love Languages? No, but I had an ex that sent okay. me that link. Listen, so I read not, some of it. Honestly, I'm not trying to... I even do it with friends. Mm-hmm. And it honestly helped me a lot. I have a friend no, that I, owns a successful restaurant in Tampa. Um, Delight. Delight. And Which one her, is that? That's the one over Bush? Yes. Oh, I went to that. that yeah, cool. her, um, her love language is uh, acts of service. And so I know, like, if I'm trying to, you know, get on her good side, if I'm trying to show her love, I need to give her the acts of service. And it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, mine's like time and, and, and words, like she was saying. But it does help when you know, it. not even just a relationship, just in general, yeah. how people like to be loved. Because now you know how to please them. And then they'll want to do the same thing for you. Like, oh, okay. Well, I know you, you know, love physical touch. Let me give you an extra hug. Even for my children, mm-hmm. it helps me to learn, okay, this one right here likes this. And this one. So it's just in general, just learning how others want to be, you know, um, loved and how they feel, you know, that you care. Yeah, you, you know? taught me a lot about that one. Right. Okay. Right. Yes, I'm, a, I'm a firm advocate because I've been doing love, it. Like, so. Love language? Yes. That's exactly. going to be honest with you. You can YouTube the, first... the videos. No, no, no. I know. I know okay. exactly what you're talking about. I just never read that book on purpose. Oh, but, um, that's, that's, that's. But that's I do shy. realize that is. <laughs> that's messed up. No, that's only because that ex, that's another story. But, anyways. <laughs> we just got before we end it here. <laughs> right. Before we end it here, tell you guys, um, once again, give a brief summary of your services and tell people where they can find you. Even for the people that's not in Tampa. Okay. Uh, well, uh, my name is Beverly. Like I said uh, earlier, um, Baron, and you can find me on Facebook at Bev Baron. So B E V B A R O N, and then Instagram at Bell Madamsa. So that's B E L L E. M A D A M E. You sure? S A. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see it in my no, head. I'm trying to see I'm, it. I'm, I see I'm, it. I'm also gonna put it in the description. But Thank ahead. you. And then, um, yeah, and I can always send you the link, or you know, people can uh, message me on Messenger, uh-huh. and then I always respond. And then, of course, you can also reach out through my phone number as well. Text credit to eight one three eight four two eight four seven seven. Yeah, and do you guys like if somebody just have questions or giving out tips and things like that? You don't mind? Yeah, I told y'all do free consultations. Okay, that's just you know I I wanted to have this talk. Just yeah, because. listen, I don't mind giving out free consultations, and if you take the information that I've given you and then you actually do it and you get results, I just ask that you give me a review I or give me a shout out like, hey, you know, so and so helped me out. Thank even you. Though I didn't just use give me my cur- even though I didn't use their services, get but they work. You know. Yeah. 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 And um, my name Erica Smith. I'm a 22 years old. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Boss Lady Lady Erica. That's Erica spelled as an E R Y K A H. And um, 
I do the same thing, you know, as Beverly, we're credit consultants. Um, what make us also different from other creditors too as well is that not only are we going to help you with your credit, but we're also going to teach you and mentor you on how to have good credit and right. about financial literacy. Right. So you can have great generation of curses in your family too as well. That's our main goal. That's our main mission. And you can also follow our spiritual page, which is the Holy Talk. We do lives every Thursday um, on different hot topics about, you know, what goes on in our society and how it relates to the Bible. Holy Talk. Do y'all talk about sex on there? You know what? That's a good That's one. We, a good get, one. We, we haven't talked about that yet. We get recommendations from people that follow us. Yeah, so and then not we, only do Can we I get on there? Can I get on there when y'all talk about sex? Do y'all have guests on there? I don't know if y'all have. We guests. we haven't yes. started we doing guests yet. Yeah. Okay. But sex. Cause it's new. It's but new, what we know, do is you know new. we ask people because sex is important. It is important. Sex is very important. Okay. We listen. I know you know important. you were married with kids. Listen, no, it's not just that. It's because like in the church. A lot of times people lack, are told, lack of don't, don't, talk. don't, don't, don't. That's well, not true. We should be telling people yeah. you need to, but within the restraints. Because what marriage. Satan do is he perverted sex. Right. And made it very Because God created it. He wants us to have sex. Yeah. That's another That's topic. That's a good topic. That's another yeah. topic. But yes. But, um, yeah, so what we do is, you know, we get everybody's opinion on, you know, what they struggle with, or we ask each other, hey, what do you go throughout, like, what what did you struggle with throughout the week? And we just come up with our topics like that and relate it to the Bible and just give people spiritual advice. And we also teach people. Right. But this the kick. Sometimes the topics be on things that people don't like discussing. Right. You know, it be on things that people need to them. know. I we feel like oh, I love this already. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I love. People like, about. yeah. So we don't tell people what they want to hear. We tell people the truth and what right. they need to hear. You know. I got you. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies. Um, we're gonna end it here. I'm gonna put the both of you guys at name or links on the description as well. And we're definitely gonna have that. Um, Married at 18 episodes soon. I'm dead serious. You think I'm mm. laughing? But that's something that needs to be talked about. That, no, Because I am, I am, true. I am, um, yeah, we'll talk about it. But thank you guys for listening. Don't forget, um, you can check out this uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, what is it? iHeartRadio. I don't know what else is on off top that. of my head, but. You can check them out. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a review. I greatly appreciate it. And um, you follow me also at uh, on Instagram. I'm mostly on Instagram and I'm a Twitter nigga. So you can follow me at Bonos, B-O-E-K-N-O-W-Z-Z. And um, till next time. Peace. But I'm dead serious.